0: ice and snow my name is heather and i'm here today with diego and we're so happy to be back in person instead of online it's so much easier to record hello diego
1: hello and we're still apart from each other not two meters apart but we're maybe 50 centimeters apart we're from each other isn't right it now.
0: like a one meter one and a half meters apart
1: uh, well i guess it depends how fat the person is. Oh. Because you're from belly button to belly button, so...
0: Well, see, I was in Ikea yesterday, and they repeat, like, every five minutes, please stay 1.5 meters apart. And I remember going, well, who's going to know how far 1.5 meters is? And then I thought, oh, but Ikea has, you know, measuring tape, so ah, I guess it works.
1: <laughs> I like that.
0: Oh, uh, a tip, don't go to Ikea right now. The one that Kungens Kurva is under construction, so it's just
1: annoying okay that's
0: my tip for the day
1: oh now we're fast forwarding <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway so how was your summer
1: okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna say that the biggest change in my life was that my bathroom got uh, water damage <sighs> but you make it sound like it's a bad thing but it was a good thing because home insurance in Sweden. Mm-hmm. gives you an extra flat while they fix your bathroom. Nice. So I had my summer flat and my normal flat. You can still go to your flat. It's just, you cannot use your toilet. And then my girlfriend was, yeah, but we can just use a bucket. I'm like, no. No. We I thought... don't want to use a bucket. Like, what is this? Like, This uh... is how
0: you know your girlfriend's Swedish. See. <laughs> Swedes, never mind doing this whole summer house, bucket bathroom <laughs> kind of thing.
1: No. <laughs> so, so yes, I had to move. But it was it was very nice because it's in this part of Broma that is called Abramsberg. And there's only... Actually, they're going to remove the f- part of the forest there to build more houses. But right mm-hmm. now it's only forest around those buildings.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was a bit of an adventure because you had to go to the nearest Ica. You was crossing this little forest... And you could see. I mean, there was twice that I had to wander through. There were deers, like stags, Uh like locking antlers, like yeah, in mating season. I mean, it's really like a mini forest, and it's in the city, so it's uh,
0: yeah, yeah. It's it's on the green line, uh, going west. But
1: but wow, what an adventure! Deer, yeah,
0: yeah, going to the grocery store and having to watch out for your life. (laughs) Yeah, It's a nice area, though, Abrahamsburg. Yeah, and
1: it has a little, like, picnic camping areas and stuff, so close to the beach. close yes. to. Yes.
0: Isn't there a beach that has, like, a little water slide or something around yes. there? Was it's, that open this year?
1: Yes. No, I don't know if the water slide was open. The beach was open, the but beach, I don't yes. know if the water slide. But okay. that's where I celebrated Midsummer in that camping place.
0: That's nice, though. Mm-hmm. So what did you do on Midsummer? Did you have, like, a group of people or just you and your no, girlfriend? We were, like, or? Ten,
1: ten people. We didn't have classic midsummer food. I ordered a catering which was a lot cheaper than buying like a midsummer buffet but I was like, why is overrated? Really. It's only fish and potatoes and I convinced the sweets in the group and they were like So what's the alternative? And then when I showed them it was this Middle Eastern and the is, they don't have any other work that week. So they're like, yes, come on We'll bring it to you. They brought us like, a, I mean, this was at the beach uh-huh. So I asked for that. There's a cafe nearby. They, they just reopened. And I just asked the owners if I could borrow some of their tables to put at the beach. So we just carried the tables to the beach. And then the catering came. Gave us the food. So no cooking, no cleaning.
0: That is excellent. They Who was the present. catering from?
1: It's called Prima Prima Catering. Oh, okay. They're like middle eastern food so it's yeah the there's a
0: catering place i like that does the middle eastern food with meze different things i was trying to see if it was that one that one's called Bosphorus. no it's you know, really good
1: i think i messaged them but they were not delivering on midsummer uh, So much recommended okay. but uh, they're really good
0: they're in hatoria if you want to just pick it up yourself but mm-hmm. otherwise they do a lot of catering
1: so many tips
0: yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're just, we're coming out and <laughs> hitting hard with the tips. But have you gotten back into your apartment now?
1: Yes, just last week. Was service. your bathroom
0: the only one damaged?
1: No, every toilet. Oh, from, no. We're on the 10th floor, so everything on the way down. So everyone had to
0: oh. move out. So did you get like any new features? A new toilet. You got a new toilet. But I mean, you got like new floor...
1: New floor, mm-hmm. yes, but it's not a new fit. I mean, it's okay. a basic.
0: Yeah. Yes. You I can mean, get like heating under the floor no, 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 or no. some I special mean, this is, is a milieu,
1: milieu program. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we got the same type of. It's called Perstorp uh, Plast, okay. which is made in Skåne. Actually, all the waste baskets you see, they're also made from this uh, Perstorp thing. And the other thing that's from Perstorp is the Attica. The, um, what is that called? Vinegar?
0: Yeah, like that you pickle things in yes you you can't use it i think
1: i think this one is for more for like cleaning stuff so all of that is from i I know all of this because my girlfriend grew up in peshtap so anyway so peshtap blast and new toilet and that was it so not not that exciting (sighs) renovation that's
0: too bad well at least you got a summer place to stay (laughs)
1: yeah yeah that was (laughs) so that's kind of fun two rooms to work from home close to the beach so yeah i can't i can't complain
0: Did you work from home the entire summer, or did you go into the office? As I'm imagining, probably hardly anyone was in the office. Exactly.
1: So I went to the office just because I have this super nice office in Gamla mm-hmm. that we've recorded sometimes there, and I was, it was empty. It's four floors just for me. Yeah. With a sauna, not so not so <laughs> sexy to sauna alone in the summer, but uh, so sometimes going there, sometimes not going there. But I try to follow the recommendations, like not take public transport, only bike. I sometimes take public transport uh, with a mask.
0: Yes, that's right. You do wear your mask a lot. You've been wearing your mask since the beginning of this whole thing. Like, Well,
1: I was wearing a mask before this started. <laughs> I, I was... Uh, for seeing this it's very strange because i did a trip to okinawa just before we we talked i think was one of the tips
0: december right Mm -hmm. when you did that and
1: i i just bought some masks there this is before anything of just japanese people like wearing masks right yeah so i bought some for the flights and i was like this is amazing i'm gonna start wearing a mask all the time and then this hits i'm like wow but no the (laughs) masks the masks i have now is the ones i'm Making. Did you know about that?
0: Right, yes. I saw that it was some sort of initiative you were doing. It was, at least originally, to help bus drivers so they could, no, never mind. That changed.
1: No, yes, yes, you were (laughs) right. That's how it started. But then it mutated. Now I feel like this this is about me. All these episodes. No,
0: because actually I wanted to talk about the mask thing here. So go ahead and yeah, go ahead it's and a tell good me about yeah. <laughs> tell me about your mask.
1: So um, there was this initiative called Hack for Sweden There was kind of a, I'm not gonna say a scam, but it was very badly organized. But anyway, I thought at some point like people in public transport places are gonna need masks, and this is back. In march where right like there was a scarcity of the actual disposable masks and all of this so i wanted to make masks that you don't have to dispose that you don't have to import from china or from thailand or anywhere else well first i tried talking to SL, but it's very complicated to get through them because the employees are not sl the employees are mtr and then mtr is a chinese company that has like other i mean it, it gets very complex anyway long story short That was hard, but I ended up producing my own masks here in Sweden with Swedish wool. So everything is... Except the stoppers, because I don't like elastic. I have a really big nose. I know. (laughs) Podcast, uh, the microphone adds two inches of nose. but So I made my own mask. And now I'm wearing a mask from my own masks that I sold.
0: I was going to talk about that because right now, Sweden's never required masks. And now that summer's coming to an end, people are starting to talk about, well, maybe we should have it on public transport. So it's kind of a debate right now because during the summer, nobody's here Mm -hmm. in the big cities. Everyone's off at their summer house. And if you are in the city, you're riding your bike, you're walking, the weather's gorgeous. Why would you want to be down in a tunnel or or Mm -hmm. anything? Though I do have to say that I've no if I do take public transportation, when it's not rush hour, it's very spread out. Mm -hmm. Everybody's being really great on the buses. No one sits next to you. Everybody's handling it really good. But I do understand that with winter coming and things getting more crowded, that it might be an issue that, okay, maybe people would feel more safe wearing them on the subways. I can get that. I was reading today, and it seems like the Nordic countries are the countries that don't require masks. Now, Denmark has just decided to enforce mm-hmm. masks on public transportation. They just did that a couple weeks ago. Norway, I think, is encouraging masks on public transportation, but it's not like a forced thing. Obviously, Sweden is the loosest with it. So it's just interesting because I'll, I'll get into my my summer story. I have done more traveling this summer than i I have any other year. I think I'm probably the only person in 2020 who's done this much traveling. Mm -hmm. Totally unexpected. So, in January, we booked tickets to visit my family in Texas, and we booked tickets to go to Italy and France. Then coronavirus comes, our Texas trip gets cancelled, we're expecting our Italy and France trip to get cancelled, and so my husband's father invited us to Gotland, where he lives, and arranged all of that for us this summer to make up for us not having vacation. And then my grandmother passed, and we ended up having to go to Texas for a funeral, so Mm -hmm. we ended up being there. There for a while, and then they never canceled our France and Italy trip. Mm. Airbnb didn't cancel, Norwegian didn't cancel. They just moved it one day. So why not?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so where, where, when was the Texas trip? Okay, was the Texas
0: trip was in um, June.
1: June. Okay. Yeah.
0: So what we did is we used our KLM vouchers. I got to tell you the story of even going to Texas because. For what everyone says about Sweden being lax and everything, I keep telling everybody, look, we're doing everything the same as everyone else, just no mask, basically. And I was under the impression that we couldn't travel at all, because I don't see planes anymore. I still don't see... It's so rare that now when you see a plane, you notice it. So a yeah, I, I, middle birth. <laughs> I know. You feel like a kid, like, wow. <laughs> so I thought we couldn't go anywhere. And then I had a friend that had a family emergency in Austria, and... And she was able to go. So that got me thinking, well, how did she get out of here if we don't have any planes? And I checked into it. You can get out if you have a reason, but there are hardly any flights. So we had to be American citizens to mm-hmm. go to America.
1: there a thing Because they blocked all Schengen.
0: That's entry, right. right. And we have been blocked from going to America f- since March. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, since March, we haven't been allowed. Europeans haven't been allowed or EU not allowed in America, which was very funny to me because when we were in Texas and we needed to come back that was the week that Europe said no Americans coming in cuz it was getting so bad mm-hmm. and people would ask us you know are you going to be able to go back and we're like yes we're also European citizens it's mm-hmm. not a it's not a problem for us and then the Americans would complain and they'd be like I can't believe they're not letting Americans in and I had to tell them I'm like y- you do know that your country hasn't allowed any Europeans in since March oh too. I like
1: that you, you did the American heavy accent to talk like Americans. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> you all know. Uh, that's, that was terrible.
0: terrible but uh, yeah. very difficult. My husband is not a dual citizen, whereas my children mm. and I are. So if you're married, you can come. But what we didn't know is that you have to prove you're married. Ooh. So we get to the airport at, at Orlando and, you know, you American citizen. Yes, me and the kids are. And, and this is my Swedish husband. Okay, well do you have your marriage certificate? Or like we generally don't travel with that. <laughs> they had to have some proof that we were actually married.
1: So did you kiss? You know, I thought later
0: <laughs> we should just point to the kids and go, Okay, put put these faces together and look they kinda turn into this. And so we found a credit report online that said we were married. It was the, the best we could do. So we had the hardest time in Sweden getting to travel. Not such a difficult time anywhere else.
1: Well that was to leave Sweden. To leave Sweden. To the US. But that was because of the US customs, or that was Swedish.
0: US I guess since it was about being an American citizen okay. so they knew we wouldn't get in if there was a, right, an issue right, right. But the problem is is that there's hardly any flights going out at all mm-hmm. so there's maybe one flight per wing mm-hmm. of the airport so the airport's like a ghost town most of the stuff is closed They recommend mask in the airport you don't have to but basically everyone wears them in the airport mm-hmm. so all of the flights going out are crowded because there's hardly any flights, and every flight had to go to a hub city. Mm -hmm. So no matter where you were going, you got stuck going on a flight to one of these hub cities. We were stuck going to Amsterdam. But it was fine. I mean, everybody wore masks. It was super sanitized. They don't serve food or anything. You
1: know that I've heard other airlines, they actually serve food? That's super weird.
0: Well, they did put, like, a a bag on our chairs before we got on. So then when you get there, the bag has, like, a little crackers and
1: okay, okay. and
0: things i don't know but for like a two or three hour flight it's they yeah. don't really bother so then we get to amsterdam and we switch to the flight to atlanta because that was the other problem is that you were only allowed to enter the u.s between 12 designated cities okay so we had no choice. We had to go through Atlanta. On the plane, they did serve us dinner. And then when they came back to pick up the plates, they dropped off a bag full of snacks, a banana, muffin, candy bars, water, and they never came back again. And it's like a 10-hour flight. And we never saw them. And they didn't even come back to pick up that or pick up the trash or anything. And 30 minutes before landing, they say, please stay in your seats when we land. The CDC is going to board the plane. Yeah, so we're all like, oh, okay, they're probably going to take our temperature. It's going to be...
1: Hazmats or how they're called, hazma suits?
0: Well, that's what you'd think, right? (laughs) We also had to fill out... Have you had a fever Mm -hmm. in the past? Mm -hmm. We had to fill out these forms, and we're all waiting for the CDC to come on the plane. And then suddenly... The announcement comes up once we landed. Hi, this is the CDC. Uh, you really shouldn't go anywhere for like two weeks. So try not to do that. Thanks. That was it. <laughs> so, so much for security. And then we just, we get off the plane and everybody just like tosses their health form at some mm-hmm. person who gathered them. So I have no idea what that was about. Okay. And of course, customs and all that. And But this time they're just like, you two married? Yep. Okay. And then from there on to Houston. So everybody in Houston, in my opinion, almost everyone was wearing masks. Mm. I know that there's a lot of debate over there, over that. But I would say like 80% of people, it seemed to me, were wearing masks, especially in stores and Mm -hmm. and in grocery stores. So that was good. But in Texas, it's like 100 degrees, like 40 Celsius. It is tough to wear a mask when it's that hot outside. Mm -hmm. That was no fun. And of course, everything is closed, but we were just there on family business. Mm -hmm. So we, we were only seeing family members. But I have a theory on one of the reasons why this is spreading so much in the u.s and not so much in places like sweden and europe and while we were there several times people would call us and say look we can't meet with you because my husband was exposed or mm-hmm. you know my mother was at this thing and somebody else had it so i don't think we should meet okay no problem okay but don't tell anybody of course the first thing is who am i going to tell like, why <laughs> And so after this happening like three times, I started to question it. And I realized if you've been exposed to the coronavirus over there, you don't get to just tell your work, I'm I'm going to self-quarantine for 14 days. Maybe you can if you do like computer or something. Mm -hmm. And I asked a friend and she said, generally, if you decide to self-quarantine, if you come down with the coronavirus and have a doctor verify that, then you can get paid. But if you don't get the virus or you can't get it verified, which is also not very easy. I I knew a couple of people who did get it. And it's so difficult to go to the hospital and get anything done that you may not get it verified. And so people don't want to lose their jobs. They don't want to lose their pay. So people just keep on going to work, (laughs) even after they've been exposed.
1: I mean, that is a good, that is a very good point.
0: I think that has a lot to do with it, really, is that you can't take time off in most jobs over there. You will lose your job or you'll you'll lose your pay. And a Mm -hmm. lot of people can't afford to lose their pay, especially for two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. insane so I think that's something that I'm very grateful for over here that we already have procedures in place when people need to take off and things so I think we're very lucky with that and I felt a lot better about being here during all that but I don't know bad vibe over there I'd say uh, would not recommend. trip to the U.S. (laughs) It was nice seeing people, but it's just uh, a really bad time. I've had some other Americans ask me how it was going over and what you need to do. And I'd say only go if you have to go. And uh, like I said, they didn't cancel our Italy Mm. and France trip. That was in August. And by that time, Italy and France wanted people to come back (laughs) because of tourism. And the places that we stay are in the middle of nowhere. So we felt okay. Both Italy and France, you didn't need to wear a mask outside but you did need to wear a mask going into stores and entering restaurants once you sit down you can take them off of course mostly in italy it's all outdoor seating at Mm -hmm. restaurants a lot of them have stopped with indoor seating right now in the summer so i thought that was very smart and everybody seems very careful when you do meet with an individual there they do wear a mask they they take that very seriously if they're in
1: close proximity Mm -hmm. by the way to the listeners, I knew about all of Heather's trips because of Facebook posts, so I'm, I'm not. Uh, I was used to be jealous. And actually, <laughs> when I saw the first one, because you did, you spaced them out. You were like, one week you spoke about Texas, one week you spoke about France, one week you spoke about Italy, I think. I
0: try to be a good entertainer and storyteller, so I make you wait.
1: <laughs> but I, it made me more confused because I didn't even know if that was. I, I thought you were showing like, oh, we didn't get to travel, so here's some pictures from Italy from last year.
0: Right, a lot of people Until did that. Later.
1: Yeah, but I exp- I mean, because all the other posts you see is like, oh, yeah, I wish I was in Greece like last year. Of course. Year, blah, blah, so.
0: But the funny thing is the amount of guilt that you get for traveling right now. <laughs> in fact, people I don't know very well, I have lied to. Like, there's a restaurant that I visit every week, and of course, I haven't really been there this summer, and I came back this week, and the lady who owns it was very glad to see me. Oh, you know, where have you been, uh, Gotland? Mm. It's like I just felt guilty telling her that I left the country because there's such a stigma on but it. Do you
1: think? Do you think this is because we're immigrants and then we have this? I see it in in my views. Everyone questions me. Oh, because in Sweden you don't have this lockdown. You're like not uh, taking care of anything. So now because I get this information that I'm going to be shamed because of not following Spain's restriction, even though I don't live in Spain. So don't you think it comes from that? Because I don't know if any Swede would be like, oh, we shouldn't have gone to Italy.
0: there's plenty of Swedes who no, would, who would like shame you for that okay. and also I think that's why this works so well without mask is because everyone does shame you if you get yeah. too close or yes. <laughs> do something but I mean nobody's said anything directly to me and I do try to explain like I said France and Italy that was in August their curve had already gone down we followed all their rules and mm-hmm. wore mask and we weren't near anybody and no, basically I we go on vacations to drink wine and read books and just relax. So we're yeah. we're not in any big cities. And you're
1: not in the risk group. Anymore.
0: No, that so that's, that's the thing. Not the
1: important thing.
0: Uh, obviously, that makes a difference.
1: Yeah, no, definitely, that makes a difference.
0: That's uh, my very strangely busy summer. I didn't even mention Gotland yet, but Gotland oh, yeah. was gorgeous. I have to say, if you're stuck in Sweden, I can highly recommend going to Gotland.
1: Was it I, empty?
0: No, I would say, people are saying it was uh, more tourist this year. Mm-mm. But in my opinion, it's been a while since I've been. But it was just about an average number from what I saw. We were there in July for about a week. But n- nothing was overcrowded.
1: I mean, because it was not like Almedalen. I guess that's when it gets overcrowded. Or the medieval week. Right. So I don't even
0: know if they had that this year or not. I'm, sure I'm not sure. Haven't. Well, I wanted to do a new feature where we mm. pick a town or a place in Sweden and discuss it in a little more detail. So I thought something I could do is discuss where I was in Gotland to kick off this whole Let's, let's feature. I've okay. never been
1: to Gotland. I've only oh. read about Gotland, so enlighten me.
0: All right. So Gotland, it's an island in the Baltic Sea. You can normally fly there, but I'm not sure you can do that right now. So you take a ship. You can take a ferry and bring your You car. can fly right now, by the way. Oh, you can. not yes. Okay. But we took a ship and we took the car with us. And that was fine. You can actually get your own cabin and just kick back, bring your iPad and relax and stay away from people, <laughs> which is what we did. But we went to the... You land in Visby, or you dock there, which is the main city. It's, it's mm-hmm. got a medieval wall. It's, it's gorgeous. It's a lot of fun to visit. So you should definitely visit there. I think you can't really avoid it if you go to Gotland because that's where everything comes yeah. in. But the place that we visited, my husband's family lives across from the little island of for uh. mm-hmm. the thing is I'm going to butcher everything I try to pronounce in describing this and I realized I was going to do that but
1: <laughs> this on the east part this, right this is the
0: northeast, northeast coast yeah. yes mm-hmm. so for uh, which is like sheep island I guess ah, I never thought of that Gotland yeah. is full of sheep they even have a sheep on their flag that's where Ingmar Bergman lived on this island he lived and worked there for 40 years filmed a lot of things there if you go there there's actually um, Ingmar Bergman culture center he's buried there in one of the churchyards.
1: is that yes. where he played chess
0: no I don't know if, I don't know where that scene was filmed no? so he's seventh seal you know all those yeah. famous Swedish movies I do know that he filmed a few things there but I'm not no sure bad. if that one was filmed there. Okay. So the main reason that people come to Foro is to see the Raukgar, which I know I am pronouncing wrong.
1: Is that the stones thingies?
0: Yes. So okay. it's spelled R A U K, Rauk. And they're limestone formations, and they get up to like 25 feet high or like eight meters high. Let's see. It's just really cool. It's so cool in pictures. It's kind of like you're on an alien planet or something. It's some of the rock formations. You don't even understand how they're possibly standing because it just doesn't look like that would work. Also, it's full of beaches. Mostly rock beaches, but one of the most famous beaches there is a sandy beach, which is not always easy to mm. find in Sweden. But the problem is, is that everyone else has discovered this now. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's really crowded. It's hard to get a parking space. But that one is called, I think it's basically called Sandy Beach, yeah. uh, Söder Sand Beach so
1: very yeah creative
0: yeah they're they're kind of to the point with their names (laughs) and then i can also say that i went to the coolest restaurant there it's creperie Tati it's an old gas station that they've made into a (laughs) restaurant and it is so cool it has all these old antique cars that don't run anymore it's got rusted out refrigerators neon signs but it's gorgeous the way they did it it's very artsy there's plenty of outdoor seating in the front and in the back it's so much fun, and then you can get galettes and But so It's tips. a French
1: <laughs> thing, but we're kind of like a old diner yep. vibe. But it's all these things is Swedish. Like, the neon signs of that is not American. It's No, Swedish. then,
0: let's see. The biggest neon sign says Elvis. So, oh, it's so a it's nice kind of little diner. combination right, of right. everything. And then you're yeah. surrounded by Swedish countryside. Mm-hmm. Maybe a sheep might come up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then next door, normally in the summer, they have small concerts, but like rockabilly concerts in mm-hmm. a little venue there, but not this year, of mm-hmm. course. So, that was too bad. That would have been fun. But that's my spotlight on a Swedish town, or so, or not a town Sheep really, island. but yes, the Sheep Island.
1: But isn't it the town as well? Isn't it? Doesn't it count as? is not. A sure. Or...
0: Let's let's say that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. I think and it counts.
0: Another tip, if you're going to visit, is we stayed at a hostel that's right across from the island by the ferry, and it's a hostel that used to be a military the, barracks um, for an airport or a tiny little airport. In fact, there's still some small, like I guess hobby enthusiasts who fly fly from there so it's super cheap but it's a really nice and clean hostel place to stay they've got a lot of airport decorations (laughs) and stuff and then you're right across from the ferry Mm -hmm. to go over so that's my spotlight on the photo
1: you didn't you didn't pet any sheep
0: i had to think no i did not pet any sheep Mm. but in texas i did pet a cow so maybe it evens out
1: that counts yeah yeah Uh, So no tips? We we gave a the tips already.
0: Well, I'd say my main tip right now is if you want to do something, go out to a forest because the lingonberries are Mm -hmm. ready. There's a ton of them you can pick in the forest. Just take them home, mix them with a little sugar, boil them up, serve them with your meatballs, be very Swedish. And apples everywhere around Mm -hmm. Sweden. It's apple season. And most people who have apple trees in their yards, they will put out baskets that say, Vosja So take all the apples you want cut them up freeze them with a little lemon juice make them into pies that's my tip
1: oh i can do the plug-in this is an app that no one knows yet but you should check it out it's called ubigo you can purchase discount sl tickets you can rent bikes you can do car sharing and order taxis all in the same app.
0: Ubgo. Ubgo. And that's what you're using right now to and save yourself. money on SL. Yes, on SL. Exactly. Since you're not using it very much. Exactly. So. Yeah. So. Very yeah. good tip. I'm gonna check that out too. Hmm? Yeah, that's it. And I'm so glad that we're back for season three yeah. in person. Yeah. I really can't stand interviewing <laughs> online. All right. hey
1: Hado.